today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. All right, here's a new one for you. Festive burnout. <laughs> Do you have festive burnout? Before we're even into, into December? Can it be true? Uh, one in three people get festive burnout before the holidays even arrive. That's according to a new study. How can you prevent this? Let's bring in Dr. John Huber. Uh, He's a a clinical forensic psychologist, chairman of Mainstream Mental Health, a nonprofit organization, and is with us now. John, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Well, thank you for having me, Scott. I appreciate that opportunity. Uh, The holidays are supposed to be all about love, peace, and joy. Why are we so stressed about this? (laughs) Well, exactly because of that, because of the love, peace, and joy. You know, think about your family. They know things about you nobody else does. Your your cousin, your brother, somebody in your family can walk in the morning of Thanksgiving, for example, and say one word and ruin the rest of that weekend. <laughs> I mean, we, it, just because they can. Yeah. Uh, are you surprised more and more are talking about festive burnout, or has it always been there? It's just now we're talking about it because of social media and such. Or, or, or are more and more suffering from this? Well, I think with things like Black Friday and all the specials that we we become very much oriented to the commercialization of these holidays. And I think that is probably the biggest contributor. I think we've always had some of this, but in fact, the majority of people uh, blame shopping and crowds on the two biggest contributors to their festive stress. So I think that that is uh, part of the contribution that commercialization has brought us. So um, let's talk about first the money angle, the money stress. Uh, and, of course, this can happen any time of year, but obviously the crunch this time of year to provide for the kids and la, 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 la. Um, uh, is that one way we can decrease this stress? Or will there always be pressure to buy more? <laughs> well, I think we'll always be pressured to buy more, and that's where the, the adult side of us needs to come in and say, no, here's, here's my budget. You know, it's like I have lots of friends who love to go to Vegas and gamble, but they go in a smart way. They set aside a certain amount of money, and that's all they can spend when they go there to gamble. So I think if we do that same thing with with gifting and we, we structure ourselves and say, okay, I don't have to get a gift for every single person that I know for the holidays. I'm going to keep it to close family, close personal friends, that kind of a thing. What about, uh, we were talking about peace, love, and joy. What about the experience? What about, you know what, what, what's great about the holiday is we get to hang out with family, or maybe that isn't, maybe that isn't a good thing, and, and see friends and such. Are we putting too much emphasis on, as you said, the commercialization, uh, the money aspect of it, and not enough on the fellowship and, and just what we get from hanging out with people this time of year? Well, and that's really, I think, what it's supposed to be about, that fellowship with the people you care most about. And at the same time, I think we have to step back and put it in perspective. You can't meet with everybody unless everybody's going to one big event, for example. And then how do you divide your time and talk to this person and that person and all 300 other close friends that are going to be at the event? And you have to resign yourself to, I'm just going to be able to spend time with a few people that is quality close time, I may see a lot of people, but don't necessarily expect to have that deep catch-up conversation over the last year or maybe even three or five years you haven't seen them since. 
Why can't we get a handle on this? I remember my mother saying over and over and over, we're not, we're, we're going to do it smaller this year. We're going to tone it down this year. And then, of course, it was always the same. Why can't we get a handle on this? Well, it's kind of a vicious cycle because you tone it down and you don't get gifts for everybody, but somebody in the family gets you gifts that you didn't anticipate. <laughs> and so next year, now you feel guilt and you, man, I really ought to get them something because they got me this great gift last year. And, you know, and sometimes we go, okay, here's these little, um, what some people call white elephant gifts. They're, they're gifts, but, you know, nobody really is expected to totally fall in love with them. So you give those, but then all of a sudden somebody gives you a real gift that is just amazing and you're floored by the opportunity yeah. to get that gift. Again, the guilt kicks in and you don't want to, to disrespect anybody you care about at the same time. Uh, you, you don't want to go so overboard that, you know, you crush your bank account. So here we are. We're not even at December yet, and we're talking about this. Maybe I'm part of the problem here by bringing this up. Uh, and, and, you know, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's the holidays are coming. Christmas is coming. i got to get out there and do stuff. How do we stay in control? Because here we are. We're a month almost, well, not quite, a little less than a month now out. How do we, there's another reminder. It's the 27th, by the way. Um, how do we stay in control at this point? How do we make sure? My wife told me this because we put up uh, the Christmas tree two weeks ago. And I'm thinking, gee, should we even wait till the U.S. Thanksgiving before we do this? But her point was, you know, uh, she had talked to a friend who talked to somebody who said the people that get their decorations up earlier are less stressed and they can enjoy the happiness more. Uh, is that the answer? Yeah, you know, I think. It's like gifting. My, my wife and I, probably the best Christmas, less stressful Christmas we ever have is we started in like January and we saw a sale and go, oh man, Uncle Bob would really like this. So we got that and then we put it in the closet and then we kept going on and we'd see little gifts here and there and say, oh, that's perfect for Aunt June. And by the time November got here, we had finished buying for everybody. And we bought things that if we were doing it at the end, we wouldn't have bought for people because, you know, it's a lot of money at one time. This way it was spread out over the years. So I think doing it thoughtfully and kind of repairing can be beneficial, can lower that stress. But I'm afraid by going early with the Christmas decorations that now the stress is going to be there next year to do even better. <laughs> so you early and you got to add more things. And uh, that, that's always... You know, I never even thought of that, John. I never even thought of that. I thought I was getting ahead of it, and I did feel good there because I even got my snow tires on early this year. Wow. Uh, I know, I know. It's incredible when you think about it. But um, uh, do we, and here's the thing, the point that I made to my wife is, so we've got the stress of the decoration out of the way, but that just leaves more time for other stress as we get closer to the, you know, holiday. Exactly, like the cat playing with all the Christmas tree ornaments. You know. <laughs> there you go. So uh, I guess preparation is the key here, uh, and, and keep it all in perspective of what you're trying Definitely. to do within your budget. And and believe it or not, 51% of the people studied in this study admitted to taking at least four or more naps during the holiday season, and that seem, seems to be a good way to step away from that burnout and keep things from from getting out of hand, uh, taking time for yourself. I, I'm always a proponent of taking care of yourself. That means, you know, don't always indulge in every piece of chocolate and every dessert and every time that the kitchen's open doesn't mean you have to eat three plate bowls. 
and don't forget about your daily exercise. I think that we miss out a lot of that, especially since we're on screens all the time, whether it's your laptop, your tablet, or your cell phone. So, uh, you know, people talk about eating too much. People talk about eating too much over the holidays, and 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 usually when it comes to working out, it's about taking the weight off or staying in shape. But it, for me, anyway, personally, it is a great stress release, isn't it? That's it. Yeah, and if you focus on it like that, if you gain a pound or two here and there, you don't beat yourself up on it and create a whole other set of stress. So think of it as just your stress release. Uh, you know, I did really good this Thanksgiving here in America. I had one plate of food, and I did really good. But that evening, I ended up having five pieces of pecan pie with ice cream. So, but I I, I didn't feel bloated because I kind of spread it out over the day. So. All right. So let me know if right in the middle of that gathering, uh, gathering when you were celebrating your U.S. Thanksgiving there, could you have said, "Excuse me, I need some me me time," right in the middle of everybody, and said, "I'm going to go up for a nap and just leave the relatives downstairs." Oh, oh, I did. I went out and went deer hunting. <laughs> there you go. There's another one. All right, Dr. John Huber has been with us, clinical forensic psychologist, chairman of Mainstream Mental Health, a nonprofit organization. John, thanks for the time and insight. Much appreciated, and uh, good luck with the holiday. Thank you, Scott, and you guys have a great holiday season. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.